this is John David Birdall, and welcome to another episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault. Today, we're going to be talking about vroom vroom, beep beep, honk honk, car songs, right, Dad? Right you are, John. Yes, yes, we've got songs on here by Prince, by the Beach Boys, right, Ronnie and the Daytonas, and so many more. So many more. Yes. Yes, and so we're going to have to, <laughs> I guess in this episode, we won't be going into the vault. We're going to be going into the trunk <laughs> to get some of these songs. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and some of these cars, Dad, that you actually have driven. Yes, right. and owned. Yes, and mm-hmm. owned. Owned, yeah, yes. That we're going to be talking about. Right. Okay, so before we get into that, do allow me to say the Davy B's Hit Song Vault is a 30-minute comedic and encyclopedic conversation about the music of our lives with Davy B and his son, John David. During each episode of the podcast, these two hosts will discuss and will play excerpts of 10 audio tracks within a specific theme or within a specific subject for your listening pleasure and total, total edification. Together, Davy B and John David do have a combined 70 years of songwriting and song performance and recording and music production experience between them. And thank you very, very much to Prairie Public, our local PBS station, for supporting my father and me and this podcast. We could not do it without you. Okay, some more honk, 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 right? Honk, honk. (laughs) Let's get going. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so the first song we're going to be talking about is by Prince Rogers Nelson, or just Prince. It's called Little Red Corvette. He, uh, He probably... Uh, did more for the music scene in Minneapolis mm-hmm. than anybody I can remember. Oh, yeah. Yes, probably. Or probably definitely. Right. You know, when people talk about Minneapolis, you know, and the music that comes from Minneapolis, mm-hmm. Prince's name gets brought up, you know. All the time. Yeah, straight away. Um, and so, yeah, this song, apparently Prince got the idea for this song when he dozed off. <laughs> in backup singer, right, Lisa Coleman's 1964 Mercury Marauder. And, Dad, you had said that you had a Mercury Marauder. Yes, I owned one. Ah. Uh, when I lived in Minot, oh, bought wow. one from Wesley Motor Company and mm-hmm. loved it. Oh, <laughs> just loved that car. Oh, what was so lovely about it? Or what oh, was to love? Oh, it just had the lines of a sleek Oh, great. Uh, almost race car. It oh, was, uh, that's nice. It was a beautiful dark maroon color, mm-hmm. and uh, it was one of my favorite cars that I ever owned. Ooh, did you doze off in the back of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was hard to do that and drive at the same oh, time. Oh, you know, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I suppose it was. <laughs> and uh, this song, Little Red Corvette, was Prince's first top 10 U.S. hit. Okay. Really? Yes, it helped propel him to superstar status. Status. Yes. Yes. Yes, and he became, right, a pop music, pop culture sort of icon because of that and so much more, right? Right. So shall we play the song? Let us do that. Okay, so this is Prince's Little Red Corvette. Oh, that was Little Red Corvette 
by Prince. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Minnesota's own. Minnesota's own yes, Prince. Prince. And so the next song on the list is by the Beach Boys. Okay. And it's called Little Deuce Coop. Dad, did you drive a Little Deuce Coop? I never drove a Little Deuce Coop. Oh, okay. But uh, interesting thing about it, at least I think, was mm-hmm. uh, the fact that the 1932 mm-hmm. uh, was the year that Ford produced the Little Deuce Coop, and oh. the two in 1932 oh. uh, stands for the car. Yeah, the deuce. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's really neat. <laughs> and I know that these cars were popular as drag racing cars. Very. Weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ex- extremely popular. Yeah. Couldn't they reach like really, really, I don't know, um, really fast speeds? They could. And the the thing that appeals to me, mm-hmm. again, about the, the intricacies of this car sure. thing we're doing sure. is the fact that uh, the little deuce coupe uh, Roger Christian is mm-hmm. the guy who helped Brian Wilson write these car songs because Brian was not a car freak at all. Yeah. And Roger Christian <laughs> knew, you know, from one end of a car to the other, sure. from the hood ornament to the tailpipe, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, thank you. Thank Very you. Very good. Yeah, yeah, I do know that Brian Wilson was a wizard in the studio, but probably not, what, um, into that kind of California culture. Right. Right, as others were at the time. Mm-hmm. And, oh, hey, here's something, here's something, Dad. I didn't really know about this until we were talking about this song, right? Yep. And getting ready to talk about this song for okay. our listeners. But the pink slip, the pink slip, okay, in the song, okay, right, and Mike Love sings this song. Right. Um, uh, the lyric, right, is, uh, what, there's one more thing. I got the pink slip, daddy. Right. I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Well, yeah, because I didn't mm-hmm. drag race. Okay. Yeah. Um, but apparently that means that the singer, right, or the driver of the Little Deuce Coupe won his opponent's car. The pink slip was the registration. Ooh. Yes. For the other car. Well, my goodness sakes, that, that, that's something. I mean, if you're going to lose your car in a race, oh. you better make sure that you win. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. All right, shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay, this is Little Deuce Coop by the Beach Boys. So that was Little Deuce Coop that we did just here. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this song now is called 409 by the Beach Boys. Okay. Another good car song. Yes. Another mm-hmm. really, really good car song. Right. right. And it was released as the B-side of Surf and Safari. They were really going. They were really cooking. It was kind of strange, John, that they mm-hmm. didn't uh, get, should we say, labeled as strictly a car song group or something like that. Well, yeah, I imagine probably what helped with that is they also had songs about what their relationships with girls, mm-hmm. too. Right. Like, and I guess surfing, you know, so it wasn't just, I don't know, so they weren't, I don't know, a gimmick, 
or the that wasn't a gimmick for them, right? Or a novelty of a sort mm-hmm. to just, I don't know, sing songs about cars. Right. You know, because then there was Surfer Girl, right? Mm-hmm. So I do believe that that helped them out quite a bit. Undoubtedly. Yes. Although they had, what, other car songs, didn't they? Like Fun, Fun, Fun. Yeah, that was right? about T-Birds. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. about the T-Bird. Um, I do believe a co-writer of the song, Gary Usher, um, he had said to Brian Wilson, let's write a song called 409. We'll do a thing like giddy up, giddy up, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning horses for horsepower. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then they came back. So apparently Brian Wilson agreed because we listen to the song now, you know, and they put three simple chords to it in about five minutes and it developed into what? A million dollar car craze and car song. Really? So there you go. So, shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay. Giddy up, giddy up, 409. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. Well, I saved my pennies and I saved my dimes. Up, giddy up 409 Ooh, there Woo. was that one yeah by the beach boys mm-hmm. and nowadays you would really have to save up your pennies and really have to save up your dimes right right to purchase like a 1960s 409 <laughs> 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 oh goodness all right so the next song on the list is by the can we really call them a band ronnie dayton and the daytonas ronnie okay. was a guy named john bucky wilkin okay and uh he was the lead vocalist, shall we say, on it. Sure. And uh, backed on recordings, I should say, mm-hmm. by well-known session man uh, Bobby Russell, who wrote, if you remember, Little Green Apples. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, Chips Mauman, prolific producer, mm-hmm. and Johnny McRae, a member of Bobby Boris Pickett's <laughs> Crypt Kickers. <laughs> If we remember that from yeah. days gone by. Sure. <laughs> and uh, they they were a touring group oh. uh, that didn't go on tour. It was <laughs> it was a funny deal. They they were actually one group was in the studio and okay. one group was what they put together and put out on tour. Okay. And I always remember I was working at Cape Fire in Bismarck one night. Sure. They were appearing at the GP Hall of Four Seasons, mm-hmm. which was right across the street from Cape Fire. So I just said, well, I'll go over and take a look and see what they sound like. So I bopped over to the Hall of Four Seasons, and uh, the booker was there. He was a friend of mine that I knew from uh, Minnesota. Sure. And uh, we got to talking, and I was looking at the band, and one of them was bald, and huh. one of them was kind of, uh, so we say, uh, ancient looking, and I said, Jimmy, uh, is this really Ronnie and the Daytonas? And Jimmy looked at me and he said, Davey, you know that that's not Ronnie and the Daytonas. I know that that's not Ronnie and the Daytonas. But the kids, guess what? They don't know that that's not Ronnie and the Daytonas. <laughs> But uh, Ron and the Daytonas made good music in the studio. It's just that they didn't, you know, put the same band out on the road (laughs) that did the studio recording. Sure. But uh, we will let the folks Mm -hmm. judge for themselves. 
as we give them a little taste of Ronnie the Daytonas and a song that I should let you pronounce, John. Oh, sure. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll say the full name after the song, okay? Sounds good. So, uh, so it's called GTO, right. right? Yes, by Ronnie and the Daytonas. Little GTO, you really look at Three deuces and a four speed. Okay, so there was GTO, Dad. Yes. <laughs> by Ronnie and the Daytonas. Yes. Yes, and that song is about what does GTO stand for, right? That's the question, yeah. Yes, yes, what mm-hmm. does GTO stand for? So, GTO stands for Gran Turismo Omelagato. Very good. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Yes. And I have not owned one of those uh, cars myself, but you know, Dad, listening to these car songs, it would be so great if I could actually take a ride in so many of these, you know, and that's probably what listeners thought too. Oh, I'm sure. You know, it Mm would be so great to be a passenger or be the driver. Yep. Some of these cars. Okay, so the next kind of car we're going to be talking about is the Mustang, okay? And it's Sally's Mustang. Mm. <laughs> All right, I guess we could say this song is called Mustang Sally. Yes. And it's by Wilson Pickett, okay? And it was originally written by um, Sir Mac Rice. Sir Mac? Yes, Sir Mac when, Rice. <laughs> was he a knight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask, you know, <laughs> or I'm not going to, what, have him produce Right, his credentials or something like that, or have to, you know, explain that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so he wrote the song, and actually, how about we let him talk about, I guess, why he wrote the song, how okay. he wrote the song. All right. Okay, so this is Sir Mac Rice talking about how he wrote Mustang Sally. Well, Mustang Sally came about, it was a joke. It was a joke, man. One day we was riding on uh, Riverside Drive, man, he showed me that big poster with the Mustang on it, you know. He said, there it is, man, that's a Mustang. I said, Cal, man, please. <laughs> that car is small, man, you crazy. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be a sharp car, man. It's going to be a sharp car, man. That's, that's a new car, it's going to be sharp. So I come over there, I said, I'm going to write something. I said, Mustang Mama, you know. Um, that's what I was, Mustang Mama was the, was the song. And the, and, and, and the little ride, Sally Ride, Wife Your Weeping Eyes, came from that nursery thing, right? So that was the little chorus in there. So that was Sir Mac Rice there talking about how he wrote Mustang Sally. It started out as Mustang Mama. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> Mustang Mama or Mustang Sally. Hmm. Somehow I like Mustang Sally better. Yeah, I mm-hmm. do believe he probably did too. Yep. You know, and that's how we got what we got. And uh, apparently while uh, Wilson Pickett was recording Mustang Sally... Right in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, at uh, Fame Studios. There, he also recorded "Land of a Thousand Dances." At that time, isn't that amazing? That is. Yes, and apparently there's a story that comes with this song besides what we've already said. So, what they were about done with this song, recording it, and what the tape, right? The tape that they were recording on shattered. Right. 
I imagine it was on Fast Rewind or something like that on one of these, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, big Ampex uh, recording uh, machines that they used in the recording studios in Mm -hmm. those days. Yep. And all of a sudden, it just decided that it was going to take off on its own. And (laughs) there it went. So the engineer had told everyone, okay, okay, take a break. Just walk away. Come back in a half hour. I'll take care of it. And apparently he did. He pieced it back together yeah, piece he by did. piece by yep. piece. Yep. You know, Tom Dowd mm-hmm. is the fellow's name. Yeah. Okay, so here is Mustang Sally by Wilson Pickett. So there you have it, the wicked picket. Woo! Woo! Gosh, he's got so much energy in that one, you know? Oh, how he hollers, you know? How he shouts, how he shrieks, you know? Wow! It's just great. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That's that's a tremendous soul song. Mm Mm-hmm. Tremendous. (laughs) Is that how you pronounce that? Tremendous? Tremendous. (laughs) Okay, so the next song on the list is called Hey Little Cobra, and it's by the Rip Chords. Okay. And oh. they were a California-based group. Yeah, and uh, it was just a, basically a duo mm-hmm. of Terry Melcher and um, I believe. Oh, well, he was. I should mention. Yeah, he was Doris Day's son. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And of yes. course, Bruce went on to become a member of the Beach Boys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. After Glenn Campbell. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the other half of the Rip Chords, if I can say that, sure, uh, went on to be a producer in his own right, mm-hmm. producing uh, Oh the Birds, for example. Oh wow! Um, Paul Revere and the Raiders, mm-hmm. and uh, probably many others. Yeah, you know? really. And uh, another interesting fact that oh. I find interesting because it happened twice in a row. Oh, okay. As we mentioned, the little GTO guys, Ron oh, and yeah. the Daytonas, yeah. the studio band was different than the guys that went out <laughs> on tour, right? <laughs> right. Same right. thing with the rip chords. Oh, gosh. They were different in the studio mm-hmm. than the foursome they put out on the road. Huh. See, and that must have been just a trend, right? Yeah, it's kind of it like, was. all right, we're going to make, you know, we're going to make the music right in the studio, in right. this environment, and mm-hmm. then here you go, right? You know, here, as if it's, I don't know, not so much a, an assembly line or that it's manufactured, but it's kind of like, okay, here's the product. All right, go sell the product sort of thing. Uh-huh. You know, that's really neat. Shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay, so this is Hey Little Cobra by the Rip Chords. Hey Little Cobra, don't you know you're gonna shut them down? I took my Cobra down to the track, hitched to the back of my Cadillac. Everyone was there just a waiting for me There were plenty of stingrays and XKs Spring little cobra getting ready to strike Spring little cobra with all your mind Spring little cobra getting ready to strike 
There it is. Hey, little cobra by the ripcords. Mm-hmm. You I know like. you're going to shut them down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't shut down this podcast. No. Thank heavens. Ooh. All right. So the next song on the list is by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Okay. And although it was released in 1984, people really couldn't hear it. Right. And it did not appear on an album. Right. Per se. Until 1998. Oh. All right. Because it was the B-side of another hit song of his. And that was. Yeah. And that was Dancing in the Dark. Okay. This is getting confusing. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I don't have a chalkboard here, so I can't (laughs) draw it out, right, or write it out for people. But anyway, so yeah, it was released in 1984, and it's a song about, well, it seems like it's about a pink Cadillac, you know, and it's how I would say that's a good guess. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as I know, it's about a relationship, you know? And this uh, woman that uh, Bruce is in love with, mm-hmm. you know, definitely has a great pink Cadillac, right? Oh, okay. And it keeps him coming back to her, uh-huh. even though she gets on his nerves. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. And so, yeah, yeah, it's really, really great. I do believe that uh, Bruce Springsteen came up with this song after band members had left. After a recording session, he was just strumming on his guitar, right? He wrote the song. They came back the next day. And they recorded Pink Cadillac. Well, I know that Springsteen mm-hmm. had a thing for cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So shall we play the song? Let us do it. Okay, so this is Pink Cadillac by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Anyway, we don't have to drive it. So that was Pink Cadillac by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. And I do believe I'll be listening to that some more. Okay. And Mm -hmm. so here is another song. This one's not, does this one count, Dad? I hope it does. It's not so much about a car, but it's about a van. Well, that's close enough. Yes, I think so. Automobile? Vehicle? Right? It's about a motor vehicle? (laughs) Definitely. Yes. And so this one is Chevy Van by Sammy Johns. Okay who apparently started playing guitar by age nine and formed his own band, the DeVilles, as a teenager. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. And so this song, uh, I guess, struck a chord with people. Uh, most songs do <laughs> strike chords, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes, yes. With listeners, okay, with people and with listeners, this one struck a chord in the 70s for just how free it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just how open it was. You know, just life happening and experience happening. And then it was over. Loose living, right? Right. It was all about loose living. All right. Shall we play the song? Let us play the song. All right. So this is Chevy Van by Sammy Johns. It's a shame I won't be passing through again. Well, 
Watch it. This is a family yes, show. Yes, exactly. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> no funny business. Right. So there we go. That was Chevy Van by Sammy Johns. And now we're moving on to Hot Rod Lincoln. Okay. By who, Dad? Commander <laughs> Cody and the Lost Planet Airmen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so you and I had been talking about, like, how did they get this name? Did they lose a bet or something? Well, it was, I think the commander, Cody, okay. character in the band, mm -hmm. uh, was um, lead singer and piano player George Frank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, it's uh, kind of neat how they came upon it, oh. because they there never was... Uh, really such an automobile as oh. the official uh, Hot Rod Lincoln. Oh, my gosh. So how did, I guess, how did this song, how did it get into a song? Well, like that? it was a rebuilt car. Oh, okay. With the body of a Model A coupe. Oh, That's right. set on a frame of a 1941 Lincoln. There we, okay. Yep, I get it. Like that. Yeah, wasn't there a song? It's the second part. Hot Rod Lincoln is actually the second part of a story told over two songs. It was like Hot Rod Race and Hot Rod Lincoln, right? Right. That were recorded, I think, in the 50s mm -hmm. or something like that. And then Commander Cody, right, and his <laughs> Lost Planet Airmen had a hit, right, with the second part of it. With Hot the Rod second Lincoln. part, yes. Yeah. Okay, shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay, so here is Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen with Hot Rod Lincoln. My pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Have you heard the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and Lincolns were setting the pace? That story is true, I'm here to say I was driving that Model A. It's got a Lincoln motor and it's really souped up That Model A body makes it look like a pup It's got eight cylinders and uses them all It's got overdrive, just won't stall Son, you're gonna drive me to drinking If you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln All right, Dad, all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop, I'll stop <laughs> Oh, gosh, that song just gets up and goes Yeah, it know? moves, it really moves Really, really neat. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. Yes, it is. Okay, so that was Hot Rod Lincoln by Commander Cody, right? And, and the Lost Planet Airmen. Mm -hmm. Yep, and the last song on the list, okay, is Mercury Blues by Alan Jackson. All right, and we were just talking about how Chevy, there are lots of songs that mention like Chevy sort of vehicles, right? Well, it rhymes easier. Yeah, it does. You know what I was talking about? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. In song lyrics, mm -hmm. you know, when writing a song, yeah. it's he's down in the levee with my Chevy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's down on my Ford with um, uh, a gourd. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for that. And so this is how Ford, you know, got in there, got in that sort of, you know, I guess the business of music, you know? Right. They decided that, well, if we... Come up with Mercury, which was the Roman god of what, messenger services oh, or something? Oh, sure, yeah the, yeah, the messenger of the gods. Yeah. Yeah, and Roman mythology was yeah. Mercury. Mercury yeah. was a much more easy song title or a song lyric yeah. to rhyme, shall we say. Well, yes, yes, 
You know? And so, like the lyrics, crazy about a Mercury. Lord, yeah. I'm crazy about a Mercury. I'm right. going to buy me a Mercury and cruise it up and down the road. Right. You know? Yeah, you can sing that. Mm -hmm. You can snap your fingers to that. Right. You know, instead of, I'm going to buy me a Ford and uh, <laughs> just set down my gourd. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> An actual board. You're sure. <laughs> Sheath my sword. Yeah. <laughs> How about we stop there? Yeah. Oh, gosh. And Alan Jackson just does a great job with it, doesn't he? He does. Really, really does. I do believe, right, this song in 1993 peaked at number two yes. on the country chart. Yes, it did. Yep. And it, also, it had also been covered by the Steve Miller Band and David Lindley and by Meatloaf, too. But Alan Jackson, you know, he just... He makes it his own. Yes. He really, really does. Okay, shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay, so this is Mercury Blues by Alan Jackson. Well, if I had money, I'd tell you what I'd do. I'd go downtown by a Mercury or two. Crazy about a Mercury. Lord, I'm crazy about a Mercury. I'm gonna buy me a Mercury and cruise it up and down the road. I'm gonna buy me a Mercury and cruise it up and down the road. Yeah, I'm gonna buy me a Mercury and cruise it up and down the road. Oh, I love that song. Crazy by the Mercury. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that song just plain cooks. Yes, it does. It does. Yes, it does. That's so replayable, too. You know, and his version of it. Yes. You can just listen to it again and, and again, again and again. And again and again. Yes, we're yes. probably going to be doing that. <laughs> right for the rest of the day. Just listening to Alan Jackson yes. with Mercury Blues right there. Well, that was it, Dad. That was the Car Songs episode. Ah, that was a goodie. Yes, I think so. I really do think so. Okay, so if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, you can go to prairiepublic.org. That's prairiepublic.org. And you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault. That's prairiepublic.org. And you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault. And you can listen to more episodes of this show there. Or you can go to your favorite podcast platform or favorite podcast provider and search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault. And you can listen to this series there. Crazy by the Mercury. Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy by the Mercury. Oh, crazy oh no, Dad, Dad, we gotta go. We gotta go. Oh, no, no. I want to hear Crazy Bottom Mercury. Oh, we will, we will. Yes, 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 we will. So, thank you so much for allowing me to join you, Dad. Thank you, Johnny. So, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye bye. It's a cheater who pays.